0: Hey everyone, I hope your week's starting off well. This is Peter Vantine with First Love Ministries, and I'm here again with Mark. We were just having an impromptu discussion about what it's like to taste and see that the Lord is good, as it says in Psalm 34. We were just wondering like, how many people read that and just consider it a nice sentiment. We hear it, we think, that's, yeah, that's pretty good. But what would it be like if we were to take time to experience that, to truly taste and see that the Lord is good? Well, Mark has some thoughts on that to share with us today, and it's a blessing to be able to bring it to you. So here's Mark.
1: Last time I was talking to you about Resurrection Day and also Incarnation Day and Invasion Day. And I was just highlighting the fact that it's more than a story It's God's historical working throughout the Bible, the fulfillment of prophecy. But the other thing that's just so powerful is that um, it's eyewitness testimony that this was based on an encounter they had with Jesus, on an encounter they had with the Holy Spirit. In fact, I think it's in uh, Acts 5 where they say explicitly that we are witnesses and so is the Holy Spirit. And I think I mentioned to you the fact that um, you and I become present-day witnesses, that we, we don't just pass along the story, we don't just pass along the historical record, but we too have become eyewitnesses in a manner of speaking in the sense that Paul made it so abundantly clear that when the Spirit came, he was a deposit. The most amazing thing about a deposit is that it's a piece of the real thing. The fact that he would use the the word deposit, guaranteeing what is to come, is that if I get $10 of $100 as a deposit, I have $10. I know that there are real dollars, that there's real money. And then by faith, I trust that there's still 90 more to come. That's based on my faith in the one who gave it. And I believe and I trust God. He says, if he gave me 10, he's going to give me the remaining 90 in the end that we get to taste it now, we get to experience it now, we get to hold it now, we get to experience some of it knowing that there's so much more to come later. Well, the other thing about the deposit that I love about it, and you consider the early church, the kinds of things that they suffered, was that the experience of the Spirit was an ongoing reality. See, as I was thinking about what I shared with you last time is that oftentimes, I think for many, is that there's believing in the Lord Jesus Christ where they were telling the story of Jesus and challenging people to believe in the Lord Jesus for the forgiveness of sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. But almost in the sense like it's a one-time deal. But the truth is for you and I... We're witnesses not just because of that conversion experience, whether it was in a moment, whether it was gradually over time, but we don't just bear witness to the day that we remembered experiencing sins forgiving and that initial um, gift of the Holy Spirit being deposited in our lives. You see, the other amazing thing about that reality, about the Spirit being present with us and in us as a deposit— is that the love we experienced the day we believed is the love we are supposed to continue to experience day by day week by week month by month see we want to give witness to the ongoing experience of jesus's love not the one-time forgiveness but the ongoing forgiveness it's for this reason that paul prays that we would know we would know by the spirit's help that he would give us the ability the power. To grasp how wide and long and high and deep is his love and to know this love of Jesus, this love that surpasses knowledge, that's beyond knowing until we are filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. You see, that's the ongoing witness that we want to give. It's the ongoing witness of experiencing his love day by day and week by week. When he told us to taste and see that he is good, that his love is good, we don't just taste and see the one day that we got saved, the one day that we believed and experienced sins forgiven. We bear witness. We bear witness to the truth. We bear witness to the wonder. Day after day, week after week, Based on our experience, our present experience of His amazing, amazing love, His amazing forgiveness, His amazing goodness, His amazing presence, His amazing power. See, this is what causes us to bear witness. You give testimony to what you are experiencing. Oh, that the body of Christ was just giving testimony every day, not to a one-time event in their lives, but to the ongoing wonder of his present love, of his present power, of his present goodness, of his present forgiveness. See, this is what we want to bear witness to. This is what makes it easy to bear witness to. Remember the woman at the well, how she goes back to the village and can't help but to tell people, come meet the one who actually even told me everything about me, which really wasn't very good stuff. But she so badly wanted them to experience somehow the love that she'd experienced. Come meet Jesus. See, you and I have great experiences all the time. We taste and see varieties of things. A movie we like, a book we like, a restaurant we like. And we can't help but to tell others about it, to bear witness, to testify to it that you should try this because it's so amazing. Oh, that that would be the case of all of us, all of God's people, that we are tasting and seeing that God's love is so good that we can't help but to bear witness. We can't help but to talk about. We can't help but to invite people into. Maybe that's the most important thing out of this little sharing today is just that, Oh, that the church were filled with folks who desperately ache for people to come into the amazing, life-giving, joy-filled experience of knowing Jesus. Where sadly, oftentimes people accuse us that the only thing we really witness about is that they're bad and they're going to hell and they just need to be saved from hell. When at least when I read my gospels, What I see most of the time is Jesus is inviting people into life, into joy, into peace, into tasting and seeing that he is good, that our souls would be satisfied with the richest affair, that he wants our souls to be at rest. He wants us to know joy beyond measure. See, and when we're experiencing all those kinds of amazing things, you can't keep quiet. You have to share. You have to bear witness. And I think that's why the gospel spread as rapidly and as crazy as it did, because people weren't just talking about the one-and-done experience. I believed. I got sins forgiven. I got saved. That's it. Now we wait around till he comes back. Oh my gosh, no. Day after day, week after week, month after month, It was encountering the risen Jesus by his spirit, through his word, through his presence, through one another that made life so incredibly fantastic that they couldn't help but to invite others into that. I pray that that would be the same for you and I, for all of us who belong to him, that that would be the case in our everyday lives. God bless.
0: Oh Lord, thank you for that message of hope. Thank you for reminding us through Mark that eternal life starts now in you. You know, we'd love you to follow us at First Love Ministries and to partner with us. And you can do so by visiting us at our website, firstlovedministries.org. And that's firstloved with a D. <laughs> uh, you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And it's just such a joy to have you on this journey with us. So until next time, dear friends, let us love one another. For love comes from God. God bless you and have a great day.
1: How I, I rejoice in. You. Am I rejoice in. How I delight in. I delight in you. Yes, and the love over you, and with singing, rejoice over you, over you, and with singing, rejoice over